Hey everyone, welcome back to Practical Non-Toxic Living by Ruan. This week's episode, it's a solo Sophia episode. She sits down to spend a few minutes synthesizing a lot of her knowledge about microplastics and nanoplastics and how we can avoid them in our food, water, and many other sources. So I hope you all enjoy, and for more resources, as always, check out our Instagram at Living or head online to ruanliving.com. You can check out the Detox Academy, which is a membership-based library of resources to help you detox your home and embrace a more practical, non-toxic lifestyle, as well as many other offerings. Feel free to reach out to hello at ruanliving.com with any questions. Enjoy! Hi, I'm Sophia Ruan Goucher, author of the critically acclaimed best-selling book, A to Z of Detoxing, The Ultimate Guide to Reducing Our Toxic Exposures, and founder of Ruan Living, the only wellness lifestyle brand that simplifies practical non-toxic living. Welcome to my podcast. So I've been diving deep into the plastics in our everyday life with a focus on the easy things we can avoid. And this was prompted by recent headlines about a study on protein, various sources of protein, whether it's meat, fish, other kinds of seafood, even plant-based protein. And the study found that almost 90% of the samples had microplastic particles in it. So there's a flurry of news headlines, a number of platforms reached out for comments. And I also soon after was finding studies on not just microplastics in the water and plastic water bottles, But soon after, there is a study on the nanoplastics in water from plastic water bottles, and nanoplastics are much, much smaller than even microplastic. And a recent study found almost a quarter of a million pieces of nanoplastics in a liter of water. So that that's all kind of overwhelming, but really simple solutions to reduce your exposures include avoiding plastic water bottles whenever you can. So just working on the habit of leaving your home with a reusable non-toxic water bottle. I like stainless steel. It's really light and not breakable. And when you're at home, also drink from non-toxic bottles or cups, but also as much as possible have things in your diet, like your meals and snacks, avoid being stored in plastic. So that's kind of more well known, it feels really quite covered. And lately, I've remembered from my research and A to Z of detoxing all the shocking household products that have microplastics and nanoplastics. So that led me into a deep dive. And, and that's what I wanted to share today. I have like four other common everyday exposures that people don't realize expose them to plastic particles as tiny as nanoparticles, which are smaller than the diameter of human hair and 
Again, these products are things that you can easily modify so you can reduce your exposures. Recently, I was on vacation in the Maldives and my family was scuba diving. I had a lot of time to relax. I was enjoying a cup of tea using tea bags that were in my hotel room. And I was about to enjoy the tea thinking about this very long held curiosity about why do the directions for tea bags often say steep two to three minutes or three to four minutes. And I've always kind of wondered, why do they say only two to three minutes? Like, is it bad to steep your tea for longer than that? <laughs> I never actually had the chance to dive into it. So on vacation with more time, I thought I would look into whether any of the concern might have to do with the fact that many tea bags are actually made out of plastic. And then I found a study that was published in 2023 that found that each cup of tea produced by one plastic tea bag was found to release 11.6 billion microplastics and 3.1 billion nanoplastics. So I think more people should know that tea bags often are made of plastic. So get to know the tea that you drink. Is it often in plastic? Because there are easy modifications to avoid plastic tea bags. And that can reduce your exposures to plastic compounds. And the concern about nanoplastics is that they're so small, they can penetrate cell membranes. And we're just beginning to study how nanoplastics in our body, in our organs, even in our brain, penetrating the blood brain barrier, how that might influence our health and development. I also found a recent study that researchers at Duke University have been exploring. They found um, reason to explore further how chemicals from nanoplastic compounds can interact with protein in our brain to contribute to Parkinson's disease. So we just want to be as conservative as possible. This is kind of a new phenomenon, and it's going to take decades to really understand how humans are influenced by these exposures. So avoid plastic tea bags whenever you can. Another thing that I think more people should know, especially women and teenagers, is that tampons and other period products are often made of plastics. The fibers, the tampon applicator, but the fibers in tampons and also in maxi pads are often made up of up to 90%, like up to 90% of the materials can be plastic. I think a really practical solution is to understand more the feminine care or yeah, feminine care products 
that you use because you use them for five to seven days a month. Um, one study estimated that a woman uses 10,000 menstrual products over her lifetime. A recent study found that many tampon products released up to 17 billion nanoplastics. Actually, no, that's per tampon. Many of the products released up to 17 billion nanoplastics per tampon. So if you think about how many tampons you may use over your lifetime, whenever you can reduce your use of tampons to just when it's really worthwhile, like if you're swimming or you are wearing a white tennis skirt, then that can add up to a lifetime of reduced exposures. Similarly, the materials that make up our feminine care products, like our menstrual products, also make up diapers. So if you're a mom and you're using a lot of disposable diapers, then take the time to explore the healthiest options available to you. Ideally, it's reusable diapers, but that is very impractical for most moms, especially moms who work full-time outside the home. But just take the time to get to know which diapers you're using, even making the choice of using unbleached diapers can reduce your baby's exposure to chemicals that can be released from bleached diapers. So those are the, the few common household items that can expose us to billions of nanoplastic compounds over a lifetime. Thanks for listening. For podcast show notes, visit www.ruanliving.com, spelled www.ruan is in non-toxic living.com. To more easily listen to other episodes, please subscribe to the Practical Non-Toxic Living Podcast. And if you'd like to support it, please like it and share it. Until next time.